Hi there, this is Catherine. Thanks you for listening to my SEO Tips micro podcast. So before we get into today's SEO tip, I just wanted to share with you the ways you can support the podcast if you're enjoying all the tips and finding them useful. So you can send me a donation at buymeacoffee.com slash Catherine W. Ong, O-N-G. And that's Catherine with a K. Any and all levels of donation are appreciated. It will help me offset the cost of producing the podcast. So that's buymeacoffee.com slash K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-W-O-N-G. I'd also encourage you to subscribe to our email list to make sure you're not missing any future episodes or any other news about the SEO Tips podcast. And to do that, you'd go to wostrategies.com slash newsletter. Okay, on with today's tip. Let's talk about how your entire website matters when it comes to SEO. So today I'm going to talk through all the ways that Google looks at your entire website when it determines what kind of search equity your site can expect. I often work with clients that have different teams managing different parts of the website. And frankly, this tip is for them. Hello, thanks for listening to SEO tips today. So I was actually inspired to create this tip based on uh, Google's John Mueller comment that slow URLs could potentially impact the ranking of other faster URLs on your site. And if all of your slow URLs are actually sitting on the same subdomain, it might just group those URLs. Also, Google has recently announced that no indexed pages can impact core web vitals. And frankly, this was my what WTF moment for the month. Because if you block a page from indexing, clearly you don't want Googlebot evaluating that in relation to your site's ranking. Anyway, all the more reason to try not to generate and orphan those pages as much as possible. So hopefully Googlebot won't find them in the first place. Um, But Google over the years has referenced other ways that parts of your site can impact the overall ranking of your site. And I figured it was time to share with everybody what those are. So here's a non-exhaustive list. Um, So server errors, this one should be a pretty no brainer. But if the server errors are found on your main domain or your subdomain, um, Google will start backing, backing off so that it doesn't tank your overall site. Now, your subdomain needs to be on the same IP address as your main domain for this to um, be in effect. Otherwise, Google will probably think of them as separate websites. But either way, 500 errors are something that you definitely want to keep an eye on. Uh, Doorway pages. If Google sees a real high number of orphaned pages, it might just think that that's what you're doing, which is a penalty. Uh, A high number of broken internal links. And this is mostly because that's a sign of a low quality website. And in the Google Human Raider guidelines, there's now clear language that says uh, it's a low quality website if it's an unmaintained website. FYI, (laughs) large amounts of thin content. Now, you might remember that Panda algorithm from, gosh, almost a decade ago now. It's a long time ago. Um, But that algorithm is domain wide. Um, So keep an eye on thin content and... uh, Make sure you're not generating a bunch accidentally, which is usually how it gets generated. You're linking to penalized sites. This is that bad neighborhood um, algorithm slash penalty. And Matt Cutts, this is way back in the day, right, from Google. He actually said, quote, Google trusts sites less when they link to spammy sites or bad neighborhoods. And they often suggest you use the nofollow attribute if you must link to those kind of sites because nofollow disassociates you with that neighborhood. Generally, I just make sure that everybody knows they should not link to crappy websites. Done. Um, Especially if you already have sort of guidance in place for your web team. Crawl traps. Now, if Google gets caught, or at this point could be Bing bot too, right? So if the search engine gets caught on one part of your site, they're often not going to reach all of your site's pages. And in fact, I've fixed crawl traps on sites 
which frankly, once they were fixed, resulted in ranking lifts across the entire site. And we're talking hundreds of front page, first page rankings that weren't there before because there was a crawl trap problem. Soft error pages. Now, Google can tr- potentially treat these soft 404 pages as low quality pages on your site. Those are pages that are rendering a 200, but are actually broken. Now, oftentimes you find them in log files. So when I get log files, I often will look at the URL that's being generated and actually load it because oftentimes it will, supposedly the status is 200, but when you actually look at the thing, it's garbage. Um, and that's going to lower your overall domain search equity unmaintained subdomains. Again, if that subdomain is on the same server as your main domain, and it's basically unmaintained, it's something you've forgotten about, that could pose a liability if Google thinks that that's part of your main domain. So let me give you the quote from the Google Human Raider guidelines. Quote, some websites are not maintained or cared for at all by their webmaster. These abandoned websites will fail to achieve their purpose over time as content becomes stale or website functionality ceases to work on new browser version (coughs) flash. Unmaintained websites should be rated, quote, lowest if they fail to achieve their purpose due to the lack of maintenance. Unmaintained websites may also become hacked, defaced, spammed, etc. End quote. So anyway, this is not an exhaustive list, but it really highlights how neglected parts of your overall website can impact the rankings of the entire website and your search equity in general in Google and Bing's eyes. So if you have a team that's dispersed, that's working on your website, make sure they're all running by the same rules. Thanks for listening. Come back tomorrow for another SEO tip.